snowball? Snowball. You gonna snowball it? I think if Tristan's gonna snowball, he should probably wear, he should probably wear your goggles there. Uh, yeah, that's why you know. Look, you know, just sometimes you gotta just do things because the fans like it, and I like it, and it's less weird if I say the fans like it instead of me wanting to just wear the headset. Has any fan ever specifically pointed out that they yes. like yes, yes? Actually, funny. your girlfriend does not count. Has two then have. The second one is uh, I uh, Justin. I'm going to call Justin out. I'm going to let him refute it. But I do think that he actually did say, sometimes you wear funny things, and I like that. So gotcha. I'm into it. Okay. So I'm doing this for you one, one more time. But also for me, mostly for me, 98% for me. The other 2% are for those two people. As we get more, they can you know have more of the reasons. Are we live? Fun. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 34 of Pixel Raiders Land Party. Uh, I'm Antonio. I'm Will. What up? I'm Tristan. We're doing this late at night, as you can tell. We've been pushing back our, our hours, but we're doing it because we love it. And so here we are. So thank you, gents. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> Why don't we start by talking about what we've been playing? Antonio, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, well, uh, I was actually excited to talk about this because Tristan's here now. Uh, I've been playing Paper Mario, Super Paper Mario still. I'm like fifth world in or whatever. I've also been playing Paper Mario Sticker Star on 3DS. A lot more fun than I remember. You're going to be Paper Mario'd out by the time you get Color Splash. Probably. I don't even know if I'm going to tear into Color Splash right away because I'll be so balls deep in VR. Um, I'll probably end up playing Sticker Star a little later. But fortunately, everything that you know we've read from the lucky sons of bitches who preloaded their digital copies and have it unlocked uh, seem to really like it. So that's good news. Um, other than that, I've been playing... Uh, I played through the demo of um, Dragon Quest Builders on Vita and PS4. What, is, what even is that? What is that? It's it like is if Minecraft was third person. It's, but it's not. It's really not. It's not a lot like Minecraft. That's actually one of the. I have a uh, post going up on. Someone's like someone playing that music or something. Uh, is that my background? Probably a neighbor. Uh, I'll try to mute while I'm not talking. Oh well. No, don't worry about it. Um, I'm playing uh, Builders. It's not quite like Minecraft, really, honestly, much at all. And that's one of the articles I have that will be going up on Tuesday. Uh, my impressions about it and how it it is somewhat similar to Minecraft, but it's pretty different. I mean. It's Pretty so many, similar. There are a lot of Minecraft clones, so it wouldn't be too difficult to to make one. But tell it's, me about it. What's it's, what's it's, it got? So basically, it, I think the big thing that differentiates it the most is the quests, and you're not really you your building is nowhere near as um, advanced as you can do in Minecraft. Like Minecraft, you can dig deep, deep, deep down into like the core of the earth and stuff. Uh, you can only go like four levels deep and maybe four levels high. 
You have to be able deep. to go more than four levels high in builders. That would be very stupid. If you could. Well, then you can only go four levels down. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, anything you build above two levels doesn't count against the uh, doesn't count towards, I should say, the um, like strength of your base as far as leveling up. You don't level up as a character. You level up through your base. Um, so the main objective is to go and collect like earth and all these different resources and put it into your base and build your base up because towards the, uh, as you level up, you eventually start getting attacked by monsters and waves of monsters. Uh, from what I've read, there's like four main areas. So, um, but I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's like a really, I, I thought it was really nice kickback and relax kind of game. Cool. What, uh, what kind, what this is for your DS? PS4 and PS Vita. Um, my biggest, okay. my my only complaint is, it's has no cross save, which irks me, uh, especially because it's coming out for only those systems. So isn't that like literally the only reason why you would play a game on Vita is because you could play it cross save on something else? No. So here's the thing: it's the kind of game where I could see me putting a lot of time in. So if I have to pick one or the other because there's no cross save, I will pick Vita. It runs good on Vita. It looks better on PS4, obviously, but it still looks good enough on Vita. It looks pretty good. Um, and then I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll be slick, and I downloaded the game on PlayStation TV, and it lets me download, and it lets me install it, and then as soon as, soon as it's going to launch it, it says, this is not a PS Vita-compatible title. As I already uploaded my game save from the Vita and thought I could download it to the you know, PS Vita TV just so I could play it on there, uh, so yeah, that doesn't work. Now that it, is super lame. Now it is. It was a demo, but honestly, uh, it probably won't. Yeah, work. but demos demos need to have crossplay support that the same level they're going to have when it launches. So it's what, not like it's just it's, it's just it's it's annoying because honestly, I I, I want to play the game both places. Like fuck. So I'll probably just end up getting an Ovita. I'm waiting to see. I'm on the. I make it a review code, mm. um, and I specified for Vita only because that's primarily where I would play it if there's no cross save. Uh, because at this point, by the time the game comes out, two days after that will be PSVR, and I've got a couple games uh, on the way for that to review, and then. Uh, I'll have some definite day one purchases. So most of my console time will probably be PSVR uh, until Dishonored 2 comes out. And Do then... Have, uh, oh, that's right. That's coming up. Do we have a date for those? Two? Oh, for what? Uh, for uh, VR. VR comes out on the 13th. Thursday. Okay. We're going to need to... We should put up... Um, a meeting like a hangout like uh where we can play that there uh, there there was and everyone everyone i can't bailed. make that one that one is a bad day do a different no, i know there different was day. But, but everyone else bailed out too so I know. well they also you know i'm going to see my grandma gotta see my grandma you can see your grandma on facetime well it's her you can see your grandma you can see your like, grandma on vr it's her 80th birthday, so I don't know that I can. So I want to. You know, we should we should bring PSVR to your grandma, and we could have her play that game. Hear that lie? Actually, that would be super legit. I bet she would freak out and love she that. She probably would. Yo, that game is on the demo disc. There's 18 demos, and that's one of them. I'm probably gonna shit myself. Dude, um, it looks so freaking terrifying. It looks so good. Oh my um, god. 
but yeah, there's, de there's definitely a couple of day one purchases. I plan on doing an unboxing, uh, which most of the media did unboxings over the weekend because the media got their own kits. Um, okay. Oh, nice. I, I applied for. I probably won't hear anything, but it was. You never know. You never I, know. Uh, I can't wait for two weeks after VR comes out, and then we're like, Tony, what are you playing? And he's like, I haven't touched my VR. <laughs> Dude, yeah. No man, there Robinson, is, Robinson the journey, yo. I'm gonna just. Uh, there is a pretty high percent chance that that's gonna be the case, and the only reason for that is that these launch title games are designed only to demo. They're designed only to demo what is there, like what the technology can do. It's not really to suck you in with a full blown title. Have you seen Eve Valkyrie? I yeah. Tell a me about any, it. Anyway, anyway, it's an on rails first person spaceship shooter. Oh. Anyway. So we'll see. Yeah, we shall you guys, see. You guys, you know, you guys won't know because neither one are you going to be here. So forecast it now. <laughs> anyway, so those are the games I've been playing: two Paper right. Mario's and a Dragon Quest Builders demo. Mm. All right, cool. I like it. Tristan or me? Uh, I'll go. All right. So the last weekish, I was kind of traveling from maine and back so did you I have lobster been... that's the no. only thing you can do in maine so you, you better did, have had lobster. you went to maine and you didn't have lobster you no know, that's not all you do in maine that's literally no, but it. it's it's, Here's it's the thing. it is what you do when you go to maine Here's you go thing. to maine and you for get lobster. fresh lobster they that's have lobster with everything maine. you get lobster with your scrambled eggs for breakfast you yeah get it's lobster. called maine lobster so why yeah. did you not yeah why did you not get lobster in yeah. maine and so you hate do you hate lobster do you like do you Here's hate the, the good thing. things in life? Here's the thing. Oh, here's the when thing. I had I had chicken. I when had you eat when you eat lobster in Maine, potatoes only potatoes. The whole when you eat lobster in Maine. Like you go to a you go to a seafood like place on uh -huh. the side of the road. Mm -hmm. It's generally like ninety percent prepared by some high school student who's working their summer job. And they're mm -hmm. just doing a crap job and throwing it on a toasted hot dog bun. And that's yeah. a crappy lobster experience. It's still lobster. It's a lobster roll it's from Maine. It's a lobster dude. roll from Maine. That'd be it's like saying that you go Maine. to New York and you don't get a dirty water There's dog. a place I can get Maine lobster rolls 20 blocks that way. Look, everybody and, knows. And, 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 and you'll pay 20 times the amount. Look, Not everybody really. knows that in New York City, you don't go to the city to eat a hot dog but you were gonna eat a hot dog when you're there and you're gonna be like oh what'd you do and you're gonna be like oh i had an dirty water hot dog and i don't you're like oh it's amazing right and you're like yeah it tastes like garbage and i love all it. right so who said that you had to get it from the <laughs> high schooler who's yeah why don't you go to a nice who's, pop, who's popping his pimples and shit you could have got it at a restaurant straight i can do that dog. here i don't eat blueberries either and that's a main thing too so whoa hold up nobody gives a shit about blueberries blueberries uh, are the I worst thing about Oh, the blueberries are delicious. But blueberries was, are the best berry. Blueberries oh, are the worst berry, and I will fight you, Will. You should come over right now. We'll have a head-to-head. -head. It sounded way less than... Team, team strawberry. Yeah. Anyways. No, team fruits, dude. Uh, during like, my travels... It's like team fruit over there. During my <laughs> travels, I got really into playing Pokemon Yellow. Um, that explains. That explains. Uh, I was playing Picross for a while, and then I was like, you know what? I want to finish Pokemon Yellow so that I can transfer all of the Pokemon over to Sun and Moon when it comes out. Um, Wait, so I'm pretty close. Well, yes. But uh, little do I, little did I know, and I just found this out, you won't be able to do it until January. So I've literally just been really? wasting my time when they patch it. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of stupid. How is that not ready? 
I don't know because it's then again, over. how is NX not announced? Yeah. It's a fucking mystery. Nintendo. Nintendo. It's a mystery um, with them. Other than that, I have been. I would love to say that I've been playing WoW, but I play it for like ten minutes and then I get super bored and turn it off. So I knew it. Sorry, Danny. Sorry, Danny. So um, um, can I? Can I? Can we? Can we pause for a second? So last episode, two episodes ago, we talked about this. I want to get your follow-up opinion because before this is sorry to derail but i have to know before we talked about it and i said i don't think it's going to pull you in it is similar to like a grind for the sake of grinding for the sake of getting your money and keeping you playing which is fine some people are into that it's nothing wrong with the game but i didn't think it was going to hold your attention why do you not like playing it i think that minecraft or not minecraft world of warcraft Mm. i think it had a very specific time and place for when it flourished. Um, I think now there are just too many other games that are doing the same exact kind of thing Mm. that I've experienced. So it's not special. You know, I just, I just feel like I'm going from place to place and doing these quests and getting XP and that's it. And like, I don't have the drive to like get better loot and make my guy look cool. Cause I'm not invested in those characters. I'm not invested in the lore. So it's literally just going from place to place, which uh, that's cool if that's what you're into. But I, I think that, you know, if I had started playing a decade ago when it was like new and there weren't other things doing that, maybe it would have been a different story. But now it's just like, I'm playing that and I'm like, you know, I would rather be playing a different, like a regular traditional JRPG where I'm engaged in it. See, for me, for me, I just want to say, for me, I feel like if I tried to get back into it, the whole time I would be playing it, doing the same gameplay loop, I would just be thinking, I could be playing Firewatch, or I could be playing some other game that's... And that's exactly it. Like, I was sitting, like, I'm sitting like, there... I, to get a different experience out of a new I, I'm game. running from place to place, and the whole time, I'm just like, yeah, I could be doing something else right now. Like, yeah. when, when my whole thing, like... The whole time I'm playing it, I'm sitting there wishing I had a second monitor so that I can watch something <laughs> that's on not Netflix good. while I'm playing. And that's like totally defeating the purpose. Mm-hmm. You so, know, it's interesting you mentioned that because I think a lar- large part of that drive, and I don't know because I'm not you, but my theory is that when the game came out and there was limited content, but it was you and like 100,000 other players were going through and experiencing and learning about the world and doing it themselves and then they added new content. You were like, yeah, new content. You played the game. And then you got another patch. You're like, yeah, new patch and new raid. Let's do the thing. And you're mm-hmm. growing with the game. Mm-hmm. You get this, like, that's where Danny came from. It's the the level of, I grew up with it. I played it all the time. I've grown with every patch. I play yeah. every expansion. Just like, I, I just when you were saying this, I thought about whether or not I would be as into playing Destiny. Uh, I was really whether or not. That. Yeah, I was. I don't know if I would be as interested in playing Destiny if I had just bought and bought 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 the whole game with all the expansions like handed to me. Yeah. I would play them, sure, but I don't know that I would play them so much far beyond completing the campaign. I'd be like, eh, okay, done. You yeah, know? and like the whole time, I, uh, I I keep I keep thinking of like Pokemon. You know? Yeah. How would I feel about Pokemon if I was just getting into it right now? I would be super overwhelmed with the amount of content that it's throwing at me at one time because it's built up over the years. Mm. And I think it's the same thing with World of Warcraft. I jumped in and I've got, you know, a decade's worth of content that I'm supposed to just catch up on. Uh, 
And, and that's not, you know, I haven't really delved into any of the multiplayer stuff. So, and that's where Danny seems to think that it's actually like it excels and is great. But also I don't really have, you know, I have some really good friends that play it, but like, they're all so into their own thing that it's like, I, they wouldn't want me to play with them. I would mm. just hold them back. So it's like, I really don't have that drive for the multiplayer. Cause I don't have, I'm not part of that community. So I feel like, I feel like those kind of games like that are, are tough to just get into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and and it's like another like I was saying to Danny the other time we were podcasting. It's like it seems in order to like fully appreciate that game, it's got to be a majority of your gaming time is sunk into that, and that's just probably not something that I want to do because there Mm -hmm. are so many other games that I want to play. So, um, Mm. yeah, so not much World of Warcraft going on. Um, I've been playing a crap ton of halo recently really getting back into that master chief collection and halo 5 uh more so halo 5 lately do you like halo 5 or does it kind of feel like the next one that they just had to make um i like it i actually it's a it's a it's a funny story because like we were we i've been playing with you know some of my best friends and and i just couldn't get used to it and the thing is halo 5 especially as opposed to like Halo 4 and Halo 3 and all before it, it has almost no aim assist in multiplayer. So the mm. learning curve is just, it's super steep. And and so we've been playing for the last few days and I'm sitting there and I can't figure out why I just can't play this game. And earlier today, it kind of struck me that like my HDTV, it's a 47 inch. It's possible that at the size of it and the response time is what's throwing me off. So I took my computer monitor and hooked it up to my Xbox, and sure enough, like night and day, my my response time is just so much better. Um, does your so does your does your TV have like a 120 hertz option? No, it's 60 hertz. Um, um, See, so yeah, I can do 100. I think yeah, I can do 125. Yeah, 100. I really need to get a new TV, but yeah, um, I don't your, like your monitor. Your monitor is probably 120. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I really don't like the direction that they've done with some of the things in Halo Five. Um, I don't. Li- I don't like how fast it was when I played the beta. If- that doesn't mind. Like that actually doesn't bother me. I like yeah, how I, I like how mobile you are. You know, really, it always bothered me that like a super cyborg, like who's like the most powerful human being in the galaxy, couldn't run, and that was like <laughs> you weird. A sprint pack. That yeah. was the stupidest. Yeah, thing. like he couldn't run without like a special hookup, which was stupid. So I really like the mobility stuff. It really streamlines it. But just a lot of the stuff like the war zone uh, option mode, you know, where it's like you're opening card packs and your, your performance is basically based on what your, what your cards are. It's really like a, a mobile pay to win strategy. And that's oh, really like, that doesn't sound fun at all. We don't, I don't fun. play, I don't play any of that. I strictly stick to like traditional, you know, team slayer and, and mm-hmm. SWAT and stuff. And that's, that's where that game kind of shines for me. Um, and Swap. it's just like, I've been into halo for, that you know over a decade what, what do you um, think of the campaign because i've always liked the campaigns i dude, although i did not play odst dude, or uh, four odst was actually okay i think they did a pretty decent job with odst i loved odst yeah honestly i i'm having trouble remembering what happens in the halo 5 campaign <laughs> uh that's a pretty good description Thanks, Tristan. There's like, oh yeah, Master Chief is like. I mean, trying that does to say, say a lot, actually. 
you know, I haven't really been engaged in a Halo campaign since Reach. Like that one was really like emotionally driving and engaging, and that was that was a really cool one. Master Chief's a great character, and Cortana is a great character, but it's just like, you know, at this point they're kind of phoning it in. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I play I play that game for the multiplayer, and so that I can play with my friends, and that's that's what I've been doing. So, can you still um, do? Uh, uh like co-op through the campaign online because i know it doesn't oh, yeah. support local okay mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't there's no split screen in halo 5 there's yeah, no yeah. split screen all online, which i've made that made a bunch of people mad but like oh yeah I, it, that, is I, it is the trend these days as unfortunate as that is yeah. um, i tried playing some more of bioshock hd for the pc Ooh. um still broken That's so <laughs> i don't know if, i don't know if you guys did i send you that yep the little, like, weird blood. Yeah, so I was sitting in front of this like uh, Vita chamber, and there's just like this red squared box that keeps blinking for some reason, and it's just so signature of all the graphical issues. But you know what it is? It's because that video card that you have is missing that extra five twelve around. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's it. That's what you need. There it is. Um, no, if that was the case, it would be doing that in the whole game, not just no, that one. Ex- no, that's what it is. I'm telling you. I'm uh, <laughs> but I stopped playing Bioshock because I had spent about. 45 minutes without saving and then i went to buy a plasmid in neptune's bounty and the whole game just crashed and so when i reloaded it it would take me back like 45 minutes and i was like "Mm, sorry bioshock maybe once you're patched i'll come back but what's crazy is i've heard it runs really well i don't know about xbox but i heard Mm. it runs really well no i've heard the console versions are really good i was gonna say so i'm assuming it would run really well on xbox i have a hard time being mad because it was a free upgrade for pc so like i don't really care yeah, like but no, but money, still, but free or not, it doesn't have, seem like they put a, much care into their product. There, you should have all. a quality product across all platforms. Yeah. If you're going to, it's yeah. possible that they had budgetary restrictions, which is why it was free. It's possible on PC. Um, I think that's all I've been playing. Really, yeah. Played some, I'm playing some more P Cross. Still, still, contender for game of the year for me right now. You still playing Overwatch? I haven't because everybody that I've been playing with is still playing World of Warcraft. So, not me, buddy. <sighs> What's that? Yeah, I haven't played any uh, Overwatch. All right. What are you playing? Well, with? then it's my turn. Yes. Well, all right. So, I've been playing. This week has been a little interesting. So, I started off by playing a lot of Destiny Rise of Iron. Um, and I got back into it because I have some friends back home who play this game, and that's pretty much the only time I see them is on Xbox Live. It's like when we're playing together. So I took advantage of it. I bought the game. Um, I was really excited about it. I'm still excited about it. I think it's a fantastic add-on. It's worth getting. If you like Destiny, it is a worthwhile expansion. They did a lot with the game. There's a lot of content. There's a really cool new arena that I didn't know existed until I found it. do you think it's the best, um, like, expansion? That's hard to say because... The Taken King, I thought, was really good. It was short, though. I think the Taken King was probably better. But I, I like what the Taken King added to what was already there uh, compared to the other ones. I think I'll say Taken King was better. And the only reason I say that is because when the Taken King came out, it was such a massive change. And it added, like taken and like the campaign wasn't that big but there were a lot of runs and new things to do um there was a huge changeover from the crota raids and stuff which was 
which was pretty bare bones when they added it in. Um, and I, I ended up playing that expansion so many more hours. It, it pulled me right back into Destiny in the way that the first game hadn't and the first expansion didn't. Like, I got it, and I got the first expansion, and I played it, and I was like, yeah, okay, it's fine, whatever. But then I stopped caring. But then Taken King came out, and I played that shit for, like, two or three months. Like, I got back into it. Um, this one hasn't pulled me that way, and I think the only reason for that is that I might just be feeling slightly tired of that kind of mechanic where you run and gun and raid and get loot and upgrade your dude to get more stuff to run and raid and get more stuff. I, I mean, I kind of want to hop back in. It's fun. I, I will tell you that I have enjoyed, and I've put another like 30 or 40 hours into it already. So if that tells you anything, it's, it's, it's good. It pulled me in, you know, that's a long time. It's just yeah. a ton of hours. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm just saying, um, you know, a lot of those are like weekend bingers. And then I just sit there and I'm like, ah, it's fine. I'm let it sit. That's fine. Um, and if my buddy's not online, I don't, I don't know that I really want to log in. Right. Okay. Um, but that's just me. I, I've been playing that a lot that, that I have put on the back burner because then I went to Amazon.com and I found that they were selling Animal Crossing for $14 and I bought it. And I was like, I searched through everything to make sure I didn't get screwed. And sure enough, the game came, original case, original um, like player guide and original disc. There is no memory card that the original box came with, so whatever. Um, but then I couldn't play because my memory card has all these other saves on it and it requires pretty much an entire memory chip yeah. to run, when which I, got, I think when I got Animal Crossing, I had to buy a new memory card that was like an eight times storage one. Yeah. That's uh, what I got remember, now. Remember those eight times? Yeah. I pretty much have now, I now have like a five twelve megabit, like huge, yeah. you know, I mean, huge relatively speaking chip. And so it's got, I don't know, somewhere in the 2048 blocks left after they made the 57 block size so i've got all my saves and i've got the animal crossing chip that's there um, but i actually haven't been playing that it's all been um sarah's been playing all that um on and off which has been pretty great and it's one of the first games i've been able to get her to you know jump in on on her own which i like um so it's really more her playing and me and me watching but i've, I've got another one but what's up uh speaking of playing yeah. things with your significant significant other who normally doesn't play games mm. uh, there was one other game that i've been playing quite a bit of uh with the wife uh and mm. that was overcooked uh really overcooked fun little uh uh couch co-op game where one person has to get the ingredients and wash the dishes the other person and they have to chop up the ingredients and hand them to you and you have to cook and bust out orders uh and then there's all these tons of different obstacles that happen and you have to really communicate um so that's been a lot of fun actually what's that on Definitely PS4. I will fact check uh, right now. Um, oh, sorry, uh, you, PS4, you look. Oh, Steam, PS4, Xbox One. Xbone, you say? Yep, yep. Xbone, uh, Steam, and PS4. Right now, published published by Team Seventeen, developed by Ghost Town Games. It's actually really fun. Um, Checking it out, and, and the controls are super simple. It's like three, two, three buttons, uh, but it's it's fast, it's frantic. You know, there's a countdown timer, uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of oh, you get three stars depending on the the level. 
uh, for uh-huh. it out. But anyway, um, I just want to give a shout out to that game. I like that. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's, Thank you. It's it's one of the rare games that uh, rare times that I got her to play something with me. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Overcooked, yeah. Yeah, she's actually pretty pumped for VR too. So anyway, go. Well, yeah. Uh, well, mostly mostly Animal Crossing, but today and yesterday, for some reason, um, I went. So I, I went to the Museum of Art and Design in New York. In case you guys haven't figured out that we live in New York, um, uh, and they had an interesting exhibit about um, like coral, underwater coral, that was being shown. I don't know. It's something about uh, trash in the oceans turning the coral reefs bleaching and it's actually a pretty cool exhibit it's 10 bucks right now if you guys want to go see anyway short version i basically felt like i was in an underwater fish tank and i said you know what game makes me feel like i'm in an underwater fish tank subnautica yes what do you think yeah first off yeah you tell us what you think tristan and i'll tell you what i've been doing in this no no no. i haven't played it i saw you playing it oh Oh, yeah i still have not Dude, my new save file. I created a new save file. A new oh, that's your third time, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Ugh, but I can't. Uh, but I'm now on like seven hours across today and yesterday. I had to be home all day today because I was on call. How so I was do like, you have the, only the patience? Do... How do you have the patience to play? Every like three seconds, I hit something because the world doesn't load. So how? we're gonna talk about how? it because oh. it's it's true. <laughs> So I've discovered what what it is. So first off, if you're just swimming around, the game runs fine. It's fantastic. It loads amazingly. There's no latency. It's great. And you get eaten by everything because you are you're just simply not quick enough. So then when you have enough resources to make the the like go fast holdems, I don't even know what it's called. It's like personal. The sea glide. Sea glide. Yeah, so the sea glider, once you get that, you can start going fast enough to start causing lag issues, but uh, not quite fast enough to actually crash your game out or cause any major issues, which is fine. So I basically was swimming around, and I would do everything manually in my hands, like paddling, it's fine, getting all my materials, dumping it back off, building this huge base. I have the most kick-ass base now. Um, you should for the third time. I know. I finally like put in enough hours to like get there, and I haven't cheated yet to spawn in anything I needed. But I found that when I spawned in, when I built and paid the really high cost for the uh, Seamoth, which is your basically little little pod scoops, that that actually is fast enough <laughs> that you will hit stuff. And so you're shooting along, and you can be at like the top of the ocean, like right on along the surface of the water, because you're like, ah, at least this way I won't hit anything because I'm on the top. Wrong. You will be speeding along and you'll go down to like 12 feet under and this thing will just be like, surprise, and you'll break your ship and you yeah. lose like half your health and it's very annoying. So don't go in the moth at all. Or if you do, you have to scoot and then, you know, go really slowly around curves it's, and stuff. I just It's it horrendous. Breaks, it breaks my heart, man. But the game is so good I and know, I love the, the way it feels it. to be in there. It is so good, but I'm I'm about this close from rebuying it on PC so I can have like a good experience for a while just to experience it. I'm not sure I really want to do that, um, but I will say I encountered one game breaking bug, and it's the only game breaking bug that I found, uh, which I did resolve. Which was I played for long enough, and I did saves, and I went around, I did the island, I did everything else, I moved away from the original spawn area, and I came back, and I went behind the ship. And when I went behind the ship, it spawned a Reaper Leviathan by the engines. So it's actually like 
I was just swimming around because I was like, oh, whatever, yeah, like picking up stuff. Man. There's a friggin' Reaper Leviathan behind the, the engines, which I had no idea was there. It swam out of the engine coil, ate me. I died. When I respawned, there were no fish. There were no sharks. There That's were no Reaper Leviathans. There were no there were no shells. There were no like Yeah, the the world anything. doesn't load. It's just it doesn't load anything. abyss. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that I took a, I took advantage of it to explore everything because I was like, well, I can't get killed now. This is fine. So I found all the cool loot places, and then you have to save your game, and then quit the app, and then reload it, and it will bring everything. Oh, so you at least still had the world. I had it where literally I died and respawned, and there was nothing. There was no ocean floor. It was all just bottomless deep blue sea. Oh, I had ocean floor. I had plants. Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't have that. I had, but I had nothing that was harvestable. Yeah. Nothing uh, that I could possibly pick up was in the game. So I couldn't find quartz. I couldn't find copper. I couldn't find titanium. I couldn't uh, find nice. fish. You couldn't do anything. You couldn't build All I had was what I had stored in my in my <laughs> base, which was not very much. But it was great. I've had a great time. Today was a really good day. I've just been underwater all day. And I just wanted to say it's fantastic. And even though it's so broken, I love that game. Could you imagine if that game came to NX and it was Portable Plus Home Console-ish, if that's what the NX is? Uh, I would. I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do. That would be so cool. That would be really cool. Uh, so what else are you playing? Is that it? Uh, yeah, Animal Crossing, Subnautica, and Rise of Iron. I've also been playing some uh, mobile gaming apps. I tried. Um, I tried a new game today. I like to try out new mobile games when they come out. I, I surf on Reddit for like just little. You know, people post their indie stuff that's on iOS or like free download trial. Like, give me some feedback, whatever. Because I I figured that's a good way to find new stuff. So I tried a game today that was kind of like Asteroids. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to list the name here because I don't think I have very positive things to say about it, and I'd rather not do that to the developer. Um, but I will say that I, I tried it, and I had such an issue with the controls that I ended up deleting it. If you're interested in what it is, I can list it later, or I'll post it online or something. But um, uh, it's got a little little black background with a blue, blue ship icon, and it's... It's on version three, so I'm kind of like, come on, dude. Like, it's controls. Anyway, uh, so I deleted that, but I found another game, which is called Black Box, and it's free on the iOS app store right now. Black Box is a weird think-outside-the-box game, and I'm going to say I give it points for creativity and utilizing my phone in a different way. I played that. Yeah, but I will not say it's worth playing on the metro, which is or the subway, which is the only thing that I really play games on my phone for. Oh, it used to be online. Uh, no, it just okay. requires you to use the um, gravity sensors. You have to go okay. out of the app and do stuff. You have to change volume and like change brightness level. It's one of those like meta games where yeah, as yeah. you do stuff with your phone, the game progresses. Interesting, but it's it's too much of a puzzle than it is a game. So uh, points for creativity. I like it. I don't know that I will continue playing it because it's not within my realm of of games, but I, I do think that it is a, an interesting development. So if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff, uh, it's called Black Box. Yeah. Cool. That Ooh. just reminded me, Black Box, I don't know why it reminded me, but did I tell you that Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes is coming to PSVR? No, you did not. Oh, you did. The, we mentioned this last time. Because so I, I said it would be super dope, and you looked it up, and it was. So so I That's have, right. for those of you who don't know, I guess we'll just dive into the, the news, but before Let's I do talk that, about it. I put up a, I have a four part PlayStation VR um, series going up. Part it's one dope. I put up this past week. 
it basically just goes over the requirements, what you need for PSVR, uh, the benefit-ish of the Pro versus a regular PS4, um, and then some really cool accessories that you don't need, but uh, one of them I'm probably going to get is like a charging station, which is it'll combine all my charging stuff into one, which will be nice. Um, part two is going up later this week on Tuesday, uh, and that's going to be the top, not top games, but like 10 games I'm looking forward to that are coming to VR, and that's one of them. Um, so what's cool about that version, which I think it may be the definitive version, is the person who is wearing the headset in the VR is the only one who can see the bomb, and they have to shout out and describe what they see, and the people on the TV uh, can like see all the paperwork, and they're sifting through the paperwork like crazy while you're shouting back and forth. They're, that sounds amazing. They're, wait, they're displaying the paperwork and stuff on the TV? Yeah. yeah. That's so, such a bad way to play that game then. Because like, I have that game for PC, mm-hmm. and I have an actual printed manual. I mean, I'm sure you can Because it's it like, well. when you complete a step or you look at it, it's like, if such and such looks like this on the bomb, flip to this page or go to this page. So if you're doing that on a TV... And you have to navigate with the controller. That is going to take like valuable seconds to be able to to figure that stuff out. Like the way that they have it set up for PC is you can either you know download this PDF and take it and get it printed like I did, or you can go to a website and do it on an iPad and like slide around. But even that for me like took way too long. Uh, so I would be super interested to see how they tackle that on the TV if they're showing instructions to to callers uh, on the TV. Can- you can take a look because each one of the um, each one of the games that I have up has a trailer too. Um, I'm assuming you'll be able to use the PDF probably. Yeah. Probably the same um, PDF. But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. So that's dope. That's dope. Um, Are you gonna be picking that up? Maybe. It depends. Uh, mm. I have to see what other launch games there are. That game Sorry. very much depends on having people to play with, too. That's yeah, true. Exactly. It's not a single exactly. player game. And so. Um, so, recap for the week. Not a whole lot going on in PlayStation land. Uh, with the release of PSVR about two weeks away, releasing next week at this point, um, they released, and Sony themselves released an official unboxing video. Nothing all that exciting. Um, and since then, on the weekend, a lot of the big media outlets like IGN, uh, Polygon, GameSpot, they got their own review units, um, and they've all done unboxing videos. So that's all I really got for PlayStation. Cool. Xbox Land. Uh, for those of you who are fans of Minecraft, you can try out Minecraft for VR, which was de- jointly developed by Microsoft and Oculus. And you so, can try that for free at uh, your local Microsoft store. The only thing I have to say about that is I've heard a lot of reports of people getting really nauseous playing Minecraft in VR. Mm. And it's because of the field of view that is used in Minecraft is it's, it's weird. And it's, it makes people feel like they're just top heavy or like can't really control where their body's at anymore. Mm. So I would be, I would be curious to see if that was addressed. And whether that was I better. hope so because you it, they're so it, it's got to be tricky like all these these physics and things that you have to nail just right yeah I mean and part of it is the fact that in something. Minecraft you have to look straight up and straight down quite often to like see the next block and dig into it you know 
Mm. And like you have to really just be whipping your head around. So I don't know. I'd be curious. That would that's enough to make you just sick. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I love the game. Don't get me wrong, but I'm curious to see how that turns out. Other bit of Xbox news that I have, Tristan may have more, is uh, Lost Odyssey, Toy Story Three, and Guanji. I don't know what that game is. Guanji. Yeah, sure. Uh, are now compatible with Xbox One through backwards compatibility. So, I don't know if Tristan has anything else. Uh, um, apparently, it's a vertical scrolling shooter developed by Cave and published by Atlas in 1999. And I have never seen that before. Yeah, and I never played it. So um, They announced that most likely, and this isn't really Xbox specific, but um, Call of Duty. Uh, uh, modern warfare hd version you're gonna have to use the disc uh as like a launch key so that mm-hmm. in order to actually run it so that way people can't just buy infinite warfare which is gonna mm. you know a lot of people are skeptical of and you can't just like trade that in and keep the hd remake of modern warfare that makes sense um, so we'll see. i mean that's how most of the xbox games run anyway yeah witcher requires you to put the disc in I mean, they yeah, all do. But, yeah, you're putting but, this for a different game in order to launch a different game. Yeah. So. But doesn't it come? But it's one of those DLCs that come with the fact that you bought the game. Right. I get Correct. It. Correct. So yeah, I, I get why they're doing. Sense. I get why they're doing it. But like, no, that's it's made it's it's made a lot of people unhappy because they don't want to play. Uh, you know that. They just want one. They don't want the garbage that it comes with. Um. Yeah. That's really all I got. Xbox is kind of slow right now, man. It's it's all kind of slow right now. I actually yeah. have quite a bit of industry-wide news. All right. Um, I've got two little things on Nintendo, which I thought, I thought was kind of uh, weird, the way that they handled it. Uh, so during a recent interview with Game Skinny, Nintendo of Canada communications manager Andrew Collins made a point to start off the interview by saying that he would not discuss NX whatsoever. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, he, I, I mean, I'm sure the guy is sick of people asking. Um, and Nintendo uh, actually requested that they take that snippet of the interview out completely. Really? I just thought it was weird to handle it that way. I think yeah. Nintendo's really feeling the pressure because at this point, uh, regular Nintendo of America, Nintendo of Japan, I've even seen on, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, Nintendo New York store, none of them can post anything about an event or about an amiibo or anything without just gotta, nothing. It's, but it's just flooded with people who are pissed who want to see an X. It's got to happen this month. It has to happen. It cannot go to November. Like, like, do you think that they were hoping that we would all be distracted by Mario Run and stop worrying about it? And they were like, no, because no. that's not coming out till December. Yeah, no. I, it's just mm. they're. I think they're very protective of their property. And they have an idea that they don't want people to duplicate. Uh, you know, it's very clear to me now, based on things that people have, like the you know head of Ubisoft saying that you know he's super pumped for it, and it's a very Nintendo idea. Like, you know, there are people that know what it is, so they are clearly making something for it. Um, so I'm not so worried about that. But like, brand awareness, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta tell it's, people what it's, it is. It's weird. I mean, because. They're not releasing it by holiday, but we already have October, November. Regardless of what you think about PS4 Pro, it's still new hardware that's coming out. People are going to be excited for. 
October you have, I mean, November, I'm sorry for that. October you have PSVR, which again, I mean, regardless of what you think, it's, it's still new hardware, new experience. When are they going to be, when are they going to announce this? They need to announce it. It has to be soon. It has to be. I mean, could you imagine if Microsoft somehow beats them to it saying, oh, hey, this is what Scorpio, I mean, I doubt it because it's not going to come out till I mean, no. I, holiday, if, the, if the NX is, at this mean, point, what do you mean? What if Microsoft beats them to it? I, I don't know. I don't know. At this point, I'm worried about NX even making it their March window. I'm not so worried about that. I don't know that I'd be worried about that. I think that's, I'm sure they're going to hit the marker. I, I think they're trying to just be super conservative right now. Um, but that doesn't make sense to me because Sony's already like shown their cards with PS4 Pro. We already know Project Scorpio is going to be a yeah, more, and how, well, how more is that working? powerful. Also, how is that working out for Sony? You're just giving people yeah. plenty of time to dissect, dissect the PS4 Pro and say, maybe this isn't something you actually need if you don't have a 4K TV. Maybe this is you're better off with the regular one, you know, what happens when I can't play these games on my regular PS4 because I need a PS4. Like it's taken, it's, it's, it's given people all of this opportunity to just pull it apart and pick it apart and like lose the hype because now they can be pessimistic about it. I'm not saying that would happen with Nintendo, but Nintendo has always been a separate breed too. I mean, they, they don't, yeah, they're not competing. They don't rely on the console market to define when they make their announcements either. Cause whether or not, they are impacted by it doesn't seem to matter to them they just they've always chosen to pretend that they're not affected i think by it. you know i think it's gonna it's gotta come it's gotta come this month man it has to we've been saying that for so long speaking when was the first of time that we started talking about this just for reference like for the viewers probably Friggin probably when they didn't say anything at e3 probably so june yeah yeah uh, speaking of NX, the only other bit of Nintendo news I have uh, is that Ubisoft CEO once again sang praises for the NX at a different, completely different. Um, this was during the shareholders meeting. I just said this. Is he supposed to? He did. Well, he said he believes Nintendo will be back in the race with NX. Yeah. And you know. Just. I take that with it because I've been thinking about this a lot. And well, he said that about the Wii U too. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing like Ubisoft's always been a strong supporter of uh, Nintendo, especially at launch. Mm -hmm. um, but also, that meeting was super important to them and very much about staying getting, in the pocket getting of the shareholders. Out. Yeah, that was. So if they're gonna if they can sit there and sing praises to Nintendo, who you know, has the potential to keep them going and keep them independent. Of course, they're going to say stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're going to, they're going to say, you know, they're just going to be a canary that sings. Uh, just to try. I, I really, I really hope they can stay. Uh, yeah. This is the way they are. This is Vendi deal is for those who you do want to explain it for people who don't know. Cause it's, it's yeah. talk about it. Basically, Vivendi is trying to get super serious about the video games industry again. Uh, and the way they're doing it is they're trying to basically get a controlling stake of Ubisoft to the point where they can make creative decisions. They're trying to basically a hostile takeover of Ubisoft. Um, they're trying yeah. to buy it right. They're trying to buy it right off from the. They're fan. trying to buy their way. Take it over leadership, basically. Like um, they have, I think, twenty three percent 
uh, of the stock um, in Ubisoft. And Ubi, yeah, they, they just they just spent like I think Ubisoft just spent um, a couple hundred million. It was like three hundred or six hundred million to buy three percent back, so they had yeah. just a little bit more. Yeah, I, I it's you know it seems like Vivendi's super serious about this, and I hope that it doesn't happen because I would love for Ubisoft to remain independent and not you know be forced to make decisions based on Vivendi, but it could definitely happen. But you know that that happens in the video game industry, man happen yeah if it does it does but i think it would be it would be a detriment to you know if if it happened i don't think we would ever see independent creative decisions like we would absolutely never see the release of like beyond good and evil 2 or we would never see a game like zombie u on the wii u it would be it would be straight ps4 xbox one shooter console you know we, w- we wouldn't it. see that we, we wouldn't see the we wouldn't see the little things that have started to come out of there recently like unravel grow or, home. Uh, grow home yeah you like they're see fun it. little it, you know little smaller published games and they just get, they wouldn't let them do that you know you would get you would get the division two nobody wants that alex wants that yeah alex wants that but he's one of one yeah. i mean i have that. i can understand i mean there's not to get too far into that but there is a there is a user base for that kind of game and i I can see why those kind of decisions make sense on a grand scale because people buy them because people put money into it well that's the thing that's the thing like right now it's hard to argue that they're not sold you know they sell well general right now the general perception is you know ubisoft as a company cares about care about games and they care about people that want to play games if it was which, a Vivendi, if it was which, a Vivendi leadership yeah. it would be very much about what can we do to make our bottom line more profitable yeah i, w- I was which, thinking about which would lead to more annualized games which would lead to you know more of the same stale box games it is interesting to note though that this is the way that we feel about ubisoft because that's not how they've always been perceived in the public eye either no i was i was reading uh, about the um the billionaire the french billionaire who owns uh, vivendi and he's not a good guy he's a corporate tell raider. us tell us about him since we may not have all the information but uh well uh give me a minute know? to pull up what <laughs> another what thing wikipedia says to, right off the bat another thing that you have to take into account with this whole thing is that people love to root for the underdog you know even if ubisoft is a crappy company and even if their leadership right now is a crappy you know crappy leader there are still the underdog in the situation so people are going to look at vivendi and be like you know they're the man stick it to the man uh and that's that's i think why there's this perception of we want ubisoft to win we want ubisoft to come out on top and remain independent because they are not looking like that will happen Mm-hmm. right now but we'll see that's fair i mean i remember back in the days of the cod cod blops and infinite replacement game and you know yeah they've just they've made title after title that isn't mm-hmm. stellar so that's why it's interesting to hear us flip that mm-hmm. around uh so the first sentence that wikipedia says his name's vincent Bellore Bellore. Baloney. Oh, it's French. Uh, he was born April 1st, 1952. He's a French industrialist, corporate raider, and businessman. Right in the byline. I like that. 
I mean, that's basically all he does is he he just goes in and buys little shares of these companies and just takes them over. Uh, you know, on the other hand, though, that's a pretty effective strategy. I mean, but, he, but he doesn't care about anything. But like he care. it's just it's not. But who's to say that the leadership wouldn't be? I don't know. I, all I'm saying is I haven't seen what other than the takeover would necessarily do. I have my thoughts. We have our thoughts about what would happen, but it's entirely possible that when he puts that in there, there's an injection of cash that comes in that they now have more money for side projects. We may actually see better games come out of it. Yeah, it says you he know, employs... Sure, there's more direction. It's owned by them. They get more profits, but it's entirely possible they can also funnel more money into it as well. Yeah, he employs 33,000 people worldwide, and he's a well-known corporate raider in France who has succeeded in making money by taking large stakes in French-listed companies. Uh, he is his net worth is seven point three billion as of twenty fifteen. That's too much money, yo. Three hundred twenty nine richest person in the world. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's hope that Ubisoft can stay independent because, regardless of them annualizing or you know annualizing uh, Assassin's Creed in the past. Um, that's what it was. Regardless of, yeah. Regardless of what you think of that, because they still, it's not like they had one team working on it. Like these people were working on these for years and years, different teams. Uh, yeah. I don't want to see that creative, you know, vision that they have go away. And uh, they won't be able to take risks anymore. And that's a shame. The only, yeah. the only counter argument I'm going to put out there is that if we get anything that's better than the Assassin's Creed's bug at launch state, and division state, I I don't know that that's not a bad thing. I don't I don't know that that's a good thing. Like I agree, independence game studios, I'm all for it. Funding is amazing, but I just I want to. I think more cash flow into putting time into developing your titles instead of launching just what you think the public's going to want and pulling features. At the last second, because funding isn't there, I, I don't know. I don't know that that's not a bad, not a good thing. Mm. I, I'm devil's advocate. I could be very wrong. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I've got three other things that I'll just go over quick. Uh, did you guys know that Shovel Knight has been announced for ukulele? I did. Well, what the hell does that even mean? That means that he'll be a character in the game. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have to really care about Shovel Knight in order to care about that. Yeah, well, that's awesome. You should definitely care about it. <laughs> okay. uh, did you guys also hear that Campo Santo announced there's going to be a film adaptation of Firewatch? Yes. No, but that doesn't surprise me. Did you? So you played it? now? No, I want no, to play it yet. Okay, I don't play a PS4. When you so, pick it up and no you start it's playing Xbox, it, it's on Xbox now. Let me know. Those who don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Perhaps one of the most ironic and uh, funniest bits of news to come out of this past week was Hello Games, uh, and you know, for No Man's Sky, is under investigation by the UK uh, Advertising Standards Authority regarding how they marketed the game. I really for think that should come back for, to Sony, though. I really don't think it's on them. For well, for false advertising, I mean, Sony marketed it as an adventure game. Sony, but when you go back. Um, 
Sean Murray was the one who promised all these things numerous times. I know he pulled a Peter Molyneux. I know, but I think I mean, that's, the fault, the no, fault, the see, fault that's, is at both. That's a perfect, but, that's a perfect example of why this is a terrible thing. Will, mm. if this sets a precedent for that, what does it do for innovation and trying in games? Like, yes, No Man's Sky, disappointing. They missed all kinds of crap. Whatever. That's 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 its own thing. Sure. But if if now all of a sudden people can you know make a lawsuit and and federal regulation can get involved because that's what I'm saying because your game changed in development and now it has a different set of features that's going to kill so much creativity and. That's and developmental a, drive because people are going to be afraid of of the outcome of their game like that's not how art works like yeah if, if if somebody asked my wife to paint a picture and then tried to have it investigated because it wasn't exactly the way they thought it was going to be that's super fucked like that's not that is not how art works at all uh and that's totally wrong for people to even think that that's like an okay thing. You know, I get that people are mad because it's not the product that they want, but like at the end of the day, it's, it's a creative art. It, regardless of, of what he said would or wouldn't be in it, you know, it's, that's treading dangerous water to let that It would happen. be. That, that, that'd be like suing like all those people who were looking forward to Suicide Squad and then suing because it wasn't the movie they thought it was going to be. Exactly. Yeah, it's at least At least, yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, movies can have director's cuts and stuff like that, but at least with a game, they can always patch those things in. Like, and I, he can try and add those things as they can. I understand those people that, you know, I'm one of those people that were disappointed because they thought they were going to get something they didn't. But that's life, man. It's yeah. not, that's not a reason to throw that kind of a roadblock in the industry at all. Yeah. I mean, but I can see, uh, so, okay. First off, I should be clear. I agree with you. I think it is fucked up. And I don't think that they should get any kind of legal ramification. Ram repercussions. Repercussions. Thank you. I was going to say ramifications. That's what I was going for. Close and I blended it. Anyway, uh, I don't think they should have any issues with that. Now, I can see why they wanted to at least investigate, and I don't know that it should result in a lawsuit. I agree with you that it shouldn't. That does set dangerous precedent. But I think investigating maybe where the line should be from a publisher perspective, not the developer, not the creative minds that are coming up with a game, because as you said, it is art. It is their right, their prerogative to change the game, change the title, to literally take a left turn and, and do a totally different thing. In fact, No Man's Sky could have been a seafaring game for the last at the last second and just been like, now you have boats and everyone can shoot port side cannons and there will be updates. And we decided to scrap the universe, but instead there's seven islands. And that's fine. That would have sucked. Nobody would have bought it. You know, you would have had one person buy the game and be like, whoa, that's totally different. And then nobody would have bought the game, right? But the difference is that Sony was pushing them so hard to release, I think, I think early from what the intended vision was. Um, I also think that when they were talking about how the game operated, people didn't really think about the fact that, what was it, 50 billion universes is really only like 15 permutations, which is not that many. But nobody really thinks about how permutations work in the moment. You just get excited when you hear the number 15 billion. You can have... 15 different subsets of tail 
and 15 different subsets. Quintillion, thank you. Right, quintillion. 15 different subsets of head and 15 different subsets of body. And you do permutations of those and you get quintillion different animals. But really yeah. it's like three different parts that have 15 different types, right? And that's how it works. It's not, it's not a huge deal, but it sounds really big. I think the bigger issue is the fact that all the advertising campaigns came together and they put a lot of money into selling the idea that it would have everything you ever dreamed of. And they didn't do anything to say different when they started to find out that that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. So I just think that perhaps an inquiry to see whether or not this was something that the Sony devs knew about and they were still pushing because they knew that it was going to milk more money out of the population, whether it was something you know, Sean Murray knew about and said, screw it, we're going full steam ahead. Let's just run this puppy into the ground, get as much money out of these gamers as possible. I like to think that's not the case. I think he's a small-time dev, but I think he has, hopefully, standards. Um, and he's trying I, to do something cool. I so think it's, at the end of the day, what it really needs to boil down to is I don't know communication. Don't I don't think lawsuits, but I, I think mean, finding it, out data information equally, is really what I want. It's equally on the shoulders of gamers because, like, and I'm I am super adopting this now, especially because it continues to happen over and over. But don't pre-order. You know, nope. wait for it to come out and see what it is before you drop your money into it. And that's that's you know, wanting to be that early adopter, it comes with some of those consequences sometimes. Despite only playing this game um, for the first week and then stopping, I don't, I didn't return it, and I don't regret not returning it because I waited until I played the game with Danny on her PS4. Then I went home and bought it on the on the PC, and we did we did a whole launch day. I bought it based on the fact that I saw her playing and I was like, that shit's dope. We played for like four and a half, five hours and I went and bought it. And then I only played it for about a week and I got bored of it because it didn't really have very much beyond what I had already seen. But again, I, I bought it knowing I didn't pre-order. You know what I mean? But I agree with you. I agree with you. Don't pre-order, you know, vote yeah. with your money. Pre-ordering is dangerous. It's a gamble. Yeah. And we've we've somehow talked about No Man's Sky again. It's a big deal. This game, yeah, it is. I do think that it's a big deal. I, I still do think that it's very strange. And at this point, it might be like you know, it's almost more damaging. Than suggestion that they haven't, but they're radio silent for that's that's almost mm. two months now. It's almost more damaging than talking at this point. It's, but meanwhile, it's meanwhile like the, it's like the updates still trickle out. Yeah, yeah, there's still the, the updates updated, to the game. But I think at least, you know, not even Sean Murray specifically, but Hello Games as a as a brand need to address the concerns that people have and say this is what we're doing to fix it. You know, this is maybe this is why it happened. Uh and and with with the whole Sony thing that, you know, having money, I don't know how far they can go into that, but they owe something to the people that not not even bought this game but are just invested in it for so long they owe they owe that kind of an explanation as a creator and for them to still have nothing uh to say at all is is crazy yeah i mean they did release an update on september 23rd mm-hmm. and it had a lot of fixes, but not all a lot of all content. The stability you can imagine. 
yeah. No additional content. Do you think that the dev team has stopped working on it? No, not, not, no, not a chance. Because I did. I do remember last week. I said that the um, there was a quote from the composer who said that he's working on stuff for the next content update. Yeah, so they're, they're gonna, working on content. They're going to release content need, for this game, and they're going to build just need it. To, they need to say that. They need to say this is what we're working on. We hear you. Something. Yeah, I think. I think. Exactly. I think they're Antonio, probably under advisement that they shouldn't, though. That's no. I think that's probably no. right now, especially with legal stuff that's going on. They're probably, probably not allowed to be anything. very tight-lipped about a lot of things. So that it makes sense, kind of that they that they haven't. But at some point, like they gotta gotta say something, man. Do you think that if they were to release a statement and talk about it, they would get crucified again? I think at this point they're going to get crucified for everything. Just that's the way the internet works. There's we should we should place bets right now. I think they're going to end what, up what doing an bet? AMA. They'll do an uh, AMA in uh, two years. No, no. What is going to be announced first? What went wrong with this game or NX? NX. At this NX. point, uh, who knows? You don't know that. Yeah. At this yeah. point, maybe not. We'll get we will get NX. <laughs> we will get NX and the next Mario game before no, they they're gonna say something, you know, two, three, four years down the line when they're working on their next game, when they can look back and say, Okay, this is what happened, this is what went wrong. In some some tuck away interview in some uh, you know, some blog somewhere. And or end they're up just gonna rebrand and they're gonna be called Goodbye Games and then they'll sell a new game <laughs> instead. <laughs> And people yeah. will be like, "Hey, that's pretty similar. What happened to Hello Games? Don't no, worry about that. Buy this no, game." I, I they still, should they should change their name to Hush Hush Games. I still will say this over and over. Once that oh. game is fleshed out and it has something to offer again, yeah, I will be glad to try it again. But it just has nothing that they said was going to be there right now. But that we ending, talk, my we God. have talked that oh. to death. We I haven't seen talked. it. Don't no spoilers. We have talked not made it to the death. center. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, more yeah, no yeah, oh, the irony. No more no man's. You know, you know, we've literally said that every single time we've talked about it. I know, and we need to stop. We need to just let it go. It, it, but this is okay, fine. But we should also be willing to admit that it's a big topic, and it keeps being relevant. It keeps being relevant because it keeps coming up in the news, and it's good storytelling. So I'm not actually that upset about it as long as it's stayed to a minimum and it's not just rehashing the same shit. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think no more rehashing what we said about No Man's Sky, but I think it's okay to continue with the story. Oh, um, speaking of lawsuits and stuff, have you guys been following this digital homicide lawsuit thing that's been going Wait, on? What? what? So, no. Digital Homicide is a indie developer that makes games on Steam mm-hmm. that is very notorious for oh, using reused assets and things like that. Um, a while back, Jim Sterling um, of like the Jim position on YouTube, he played one of those games on YouTube and chastised it like terribly. Um, the, the digital homicide developer got really upset and threatened a lawsuit with him, which is which is still pending, um, which is its own can of worms. But, but because of, of a lot of the following that Jim Sterling has, uh, all of those Steam games started getting negative reviews on Steam, like all kinds of negative reviews. So this developer um, 
filed suit with Steam to try and subpoena the names of those users so that he could sue them all individually. Steam's response to that was oh. to cease doing business with him and take all of his games off of Steam. So he, you know, he That's was trying nice. because he was trying to sue all of these people individually for basically saying you make bad games, which is True. Very much true. He makes bad games, but that's here, new here, nor there. Um, he, the newest update to it is he has tried to drop the lawsuit because uh, he is financially ruined uh, because of Steam removing his games, which you know kind of serves him right. Uh, no, that's like it's its own preference, nor here nor there. But that's like another news thing that I forgot to say. That's a big one, though, because that's, yeah. been, a, that's, that's been a big deal going on. That's a yeah. huge deal. I mean, most I don't, I don't, I can't think of any other game developer that has tried to silence or sue. That's crazy. That's like any Nintendo ever. That's like Nintendo trying to sue me for saying Star Fox was a turd. That was a turd. It was a turd. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> Star- yeah. But it's Star my Fox it's my right to have that opinion and to express it with people. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's similarly, like, I mean, I've heard of people on Yelp being like, "I'll try to sue you for slander for saying that my bed and breakfast was crappy," and you're like, "I did say it was crappy because there was a crap under the bed." You know, like, I get it. Yeah. I understand where they're coming from, but you should. <laughs> that doesn't give you the right to sue them. Similarly, like, how yeah, are you going to go a, through your list and be like, okay, well, um, let's see, Butthole Surfer 12 and, uh, uh, you know, Captain Douche and this guy are all on my list. I'm going to search their real person name out of that username. I'm going to find their address. I'm going to serve them a uh, appear in court letter because I'm suing that human. Yeah. Not like web persona. That person. It's crazy. I mean, good luck with that. What? What? I mean, can it, you imagine it, being it, a judge? It's so that? comical to even think someone would attempt it. Suing for slander for giving opinion to something on a forum that is literally designed to support your opinion about a game. It is about having informed decision making. You put your game on a platform that is entirely built around informed purchasing mm-hmm. and, and, and you flip shit about it. I just, on something, on something that you probably like half made anyway, because most of your stuff was taken from other places. That, yeah, that's the thing. Like, he, yeah. Uh, Have you like, he, like you should, you should see some of the screenshots. It's unbelievable. Like it's pretty much ripped from other games. Can you put he a link bought, in the chat? He bought oh, assets. You can, there's, oh, there's, you just, uh, do you have any, I don't know if you had it up. He bought assets uh, from like. So know, just to reference, because I always find when I'm listening to these podcasts later and I'm like, man, that's true. I want to look this up. And then they said it like 10 minutes ago. What's the guy's name? Uh, the studio is called Digital Homicide. Thank you. Go, Denise, out there. I know the feels. But yeah, <laughs> can look I, have, I, just, our, uh, I have a strong feeling that he will not be making games anymore. I mean, oh, no, especially sure, now no. that he doesn't have a platform to, to distribute them because Steam. It's kind of an ironic name, wouldn't you say? Digital yeah. homicide. <laughs> More like digital suicide, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool. Well, that's uh, that's probably a good place to, to I think that's the weekend games, guys. It. Yeah, that's, it. I think that's our episode. Dope. Um, 
Yeah, well, thanks for joining us. Next week, uh, hopefully, we'll have Danny back from her adventures in things that we're not supposed to talk about on the air. Wait, one more thing. What? Uh, Antonio. Yes. Are you doing Extra Life this year? I had thought about it. I did it last year. I know. That's why I'm asking when if it, you're doing when, it. When is it? Okay, November 5th. I could. Think. That'd be fun. Just curious. I was Let's a miracle life. I was a miracle life baby. I was also. I was. I was, I was three months premature. I paid. I weighed one pound fourteen ounces. High five for preemie babies. Uh, yeah, okay. Man. I mean, yeah, we can talk about that separately. But uh, yeah. yeah, everybody. I always like to care. Extra life's coming up, so you should you should tune in to see some of your favorite streamers play games for charity for twenty four hours. Straight. Hey, you know, if we want, um, we can all strap in and take turns doing that. That's what I was thinking. We could uh, that's what I was thinking. It yeah, it'd be fun. I'd be down. I can pull a shift. Yeah, man. Got to figure okay. out how to hook up Twitch to my X bone. But yeah, on that note, it was nice talking to you guys. This was a uh, Pixelator Land Party. This episode thirty-four. Was it thirty-four? Dear goodness. Yes. Mm. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. And uh, as always, if you have thoughts, comments, concerns, um, you can you can you can let us know. There are some yep. channels. <laughs> and as always, I am Tristan. I'm Antonio. And I'm Will. Have a good night, guys. We'll see you uh, next week. See you next time.